0: welcome to transcend with debbie in the house from australia dana louise spiritual medium
1: hi debbie thanks for having me it's a real pleasure to be here today with you
0: oh it's an honor to have you here i know what is it good morning should i say good morning yes uh it's morning here yes it's 10 a.m okay so here it's four and so i love how we were able to come together um where like time does not matter it's like you wake up you're over there i'm here i'm in california and it is time to flow and to let the world know who is dana so um i'd like to open up the platform for you and just introduce yourself if you don't mind
1: oh who is dana what a question to start with debbie um there's many layers to dana uh at Actually, a a spiritual medium here. I'm based in New South Wales, which is a state here in Australia, in a country town, a large country town called Dubbo. Um, I've been here for about seven or eight years now, um, and I'm working doing one-to-ones and healings with uh, people in the area and also in outlying satellite communities. Oh, how
0: beautiful. And, you know, when you started your journey, when did you say, I'm going to be a
1: medium. What, what <laughs> happened to you that you said, I'm, I'm ready to dive in? <laughs> I, I don't think it was nat- really a decision. It was just a natural progression that happened. Um, I was always aware of the spirit world as a young girl, um, and I shared that also with different family members. We'd had different experiences, mm-hmm. um, which I know a lot of people have had. Um, however, I was from a young age able to hear the spirit world uh so uh I grew up uh just understanding that that life goes on and I had a great belief in in God and heaven uh and as I was sort of ended the teenage years that side of that aspect of myself I guess is shut down because you get busy with the living and the material world and uh, married then children um and it wasn't until I had um uh an illness that occurred with my daughter as a baby, a very serious illness that literally took me to uh, Sydney Children's Hospital, which is a major city here in Australia, um, with a life-threatening illness. uh, And uh, she had AML leukaemia, cancer. So in that 12-month stay that we had in hospital, it kind of opened up, you know, you have that dark night of that soul, those moments of despair. And despite the faith that you have, it shakes your soul And there was many moments where we were told and experienced the possibility, um, the very real in the moment possibility of losing our daughter. And and she was only given less than a 5% chance of survival. So there was some pretty scary odds against us at the time, myself and my husband. Um, And I will have to say that I was privy to, um, I can only say a miracle. And that miracle was uh, something that happened through deep prayer. Almost when you're in that state of shock, sometimes you have these periods where you can't think straight. You're in such shock and despair. You're trying to organise your thoughts. It's like when you're in grief. You you, you feel like a zombie sometimes. And I was pretty much that person initially. Mm -hmm. Um, And I very fortunately was able to find a very, literally the name lifted out of a telephone book. I was looking for a, a healer, a miracle. And I rang different churches around. And then eventually I found this one gentleman uh, that was only around the corner. And he did say to me at the time, I'll be there in a minute. I couldn't understand because I was in a Sydney area um, and I really didn't know where I was. I'd been airlifted. So I was in very much in that shock state. Um, and through that experience, uh, there was a healing, a laying of hands uh, on my my baby daughter.
0: Wow. And
1: she survived a very, very, um, you know, dangerous cancer at the time she had two cancers on board and they didn't know how to treat because they hadn't seen it in such a young child so i guess there was an opening of my soul when you're when you're feeling into the space where people are suffering where people are frightened they've got children particularly children because they're so innocent and young it's hard to process how anything like this could Happened to a child. Uh, so there was really a, an opening up of um, feeling into the space. And I had lots of experiences in the hospital. It's yeah. a charged environment. If you think of that psychically in the energy field, it's a very intense, charged environment. There's some very heavy emotions. Um, yeah. And I did have, you know, um, an experience in the bone marrow transplant room, uh, where, you know, there's some things that you can't think, did that really just happen? Because there's someone else that would come into the room and go, what's that beautiful smell? Or And you're smelling the smell of roses. The room lights up iridescently. Um, and suddenly I'm awash with peace. And that was really in the moment of my daughter, um, whether she engrafted with a new bone marrow. And it was at that cusp. So they take the baby to that brink of death. They kill off all their natural healthy cells. And, uh, and then they infused the bone marrow into the marrow of the bone, which was actually donated by my then four-year-old son, Benjamin, yeah. who was an absolute, that was a miracle itself. He was an absolute perfect match, Debbie. Wow. So, to engraft, they need a five out of ten. Well, Millie, my daughter, only had one biological sibling, and uh, it was a, a 10 out of 10 match. So she had wow. the best chance possible coming through that scenario. But from that, I guess there's there's spiritual experiences and, and those that are listening too would, in their own, whether they're a medium or not, we have these experiences that in that moment we can be touched by the spirit world or inspired by that, I call it the voice within, yes. uh, to, that directs us, that pulls our soul um, in a moment uh, I always think of the moment, now my mind's moving to an experience in the hospital, but we were coming out, uh, my first day out from being in this hospital and I was walking across a pedestrian to go to Ronald McDonald House. Do you have those over in the States? Mm-hmm. We the do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So I hadn't had away from the hospital in 10 months, so mm-hmm. I was exhausted. And as I'm heading out this door, This pedestrian crossing I was just mentally physically emotionally spiritually just devoid I was exhausted and uh, I literally walked across this pedestrian and I heard a voice say go back Mm. and I remember looking up at the night sky thinking not now Lord I can't do this now I'm spent and I took two more steps I tried and as I did my feet felt like they were getting heavier and heavier in that moment And I literally went, okay, (laughs) turned around. And as I did, over all the people that were waiting on that exit, trying to catch taxis and visitors that had been, there was one lady that literally just stood out. Everyone else was fuzzy. And the lady that was there had her arm in a sling. And so I made my way uh, to sit next to her. I just knew I felt inspired to sit next to her. And in that moment, and I'm talking about those earlier spiritual experiences when we know the thoughts or feelings of others, yeah. uh, filling her story, I was very aware of her situation and yeah. the husband who was angrily you know, calling out for a taxi, very irritated. And even though I didn't speak her language, another language barrier, I noticed that she was wearing a cross and so I did different motions. In that moment we prayed and I put my hands on her and I could feel that pain and that despair just start to lift because when we're working from that place and when we listen to that that voice within, uh, we will naturally be pulled into situations and experiences in order to serve serve yes. that voice. Yes.
0: Um,
1: and and I think that on the journey I after doing healing work and then the, that knowingness or that internal voice, that voice within, just became louder and stronger To the point that I had to step forward and and bear witness to to the miracle that I'd been gifted uh, in my daughter's recovery. Uh, But more importantly, honouring the truth of of that movement of love and and healing that is possible when we um, invoke or accept more so. That connection with the world beyond, and that and that beautiful love that can pass through any human being, whether you're a medium or a psychic, we all have that aspect and that potential to receive that that love if we open up our heart and allow our soul to be ignited.
0: Yes. Wow, Dana, what a what an experience that you have gone through. Thank you, one, for sharing your story and how you um, walked us through an experience. that was very personal and also private. And now you're here to hold space because you're able to have witnessed that healing because you understood what that feeling was like leaving the hospital.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I I think there be two people have the assumption that mediums, or healers that we've we've all got it worked out we're so enlightened that we're you know we've arrived and i will say we're all spiritual seekers and it doesn't matter whether that's an aspect of our soul that has come to fruition and the mediumship or the psychic work or the healing work or perhaps it's speaking or or perhaps it's volunteering they're all aspects of our soul yeah. that is being asked to accept and receive that love that moves through us in that moment Um, And I think sometimes, too, when we're on this journey, uh, there's an understanding that perhaps we haven't experienced those lows or that that we haven't been taken to that dark night of the soul ourselves. And I can tell you quite honestly, and I have no problems in that level of vulnerability, um, because it's because it's through sharing, really, that people begin to understand that they're not alone, that other people have had. Experiences that they've moved beyond the challenge. Yeah, you know that there's hope, uh, and that you know the darker days lift, and and brighter understandings then become laid within your soul. Yes, and a lot of healers, a lot of therapists have been working on their own stuff. Yes, it's through their own experiences and their own healing that they come to go. Okay, I knew what that did to me. I've learned something here. I need to share this. Yes. And, and I think that's what we do as healers and as mediums. We're just that midpoint of someone who understands the human condition but mm. also has a deep faith and understanding that there is a love and fields of love that await us on the other side.
0: Yes. You have Lisa saying amen. You have Paul J6 saying hello, ladies. Lisa again is like yes. saying hello, uh, hello, can you see the comments if you go to the click on your comments site on the um of this? The-
1: uh, they're coming up on the screen, but I just see private ch- oh, comments. Okay, here we go. Oh, here we go. Yay! So,
0: everyone here is acknowledging you and think, and we have Luann saying hi, you have B saying hi, Jeremiah saying good afternoon, ladies. Um, so you have taken us to many div- different uh, faucets and layers of what not only a medium or a psychic can go through, but just an individually, um, we do have that faith and that open heart, the empathy to hold space just because we know what that feels like. As you Absolutely. Were, yeah. As you were speaking, you were taking me through my memories almost like, okay, yes. I can I understand exactly how you're feeling in and, near and that heart space that you are coming from. I could feel that energetically from you and how you're able to flow um with your upliftment and your inspiration of your story. So thank you um for taking us to that place. It's like we journeyed with you. Um thank you for sharing your wisdom you have and your time today. Both of you, thank you, um Aspen, Gabby oh, saying. Thank you thank you for sharing your experience. And I agree. Thank you for sharing your experience. Um, And we talk about this dark night of the soul and we talk about people thinking that we have it all together. And I think there's a perception that that's out there for many thinking we can have this beautiful divine connection to God and spirit and we're in our heart and we have good intentions and we're flowing with love. But it does it doesn't take away from things that are challenging and hurtful or things that are out of our control. And I think that's, we, we, we need that realistic look at, like, we too
1: are human. Yes? Mm. How, yes, absolutely. And, and, and the you know, we have these human experiences, uh, but we often present different faces to the outside world. I always call it the three faces. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we have that world, that, the, the mask that we put on, that persona, um, how we seek to be accepted and made feel worthy. Um, it's just part of human nature that we can, we want to be pulled together in groups and be mm-hmm. accepted in groups, mm-hmm. be inclusive. So we have that face we present to the world. Then we have the face that we present to our family and friends. Yes. Then we have the other face mm-hmm. that we never share with anyone. Correct. Uh, so, there's, so, so there's so many different aspects to who we actually are and so many different layers. Yeah. And people think there'll just be this shiny banner and a one solution fits all, and it's not, because your human experience is so unique and individual to yourself and also, too, your upbringing, the connections you had with significant caregivers, mm-hmm. uh, what, your, what, was, what was your foundation of support What was your role model of love? Um, All those things affect the psyche and actually how we arrive and approach different experiences in life.
0: Yes, I agree. And I thank you for saying that because this also gives someone else um, an opportunity to look at the whole picture. You know, we do have a picture and, and it's our personality, our characteristics that come in. It also, like you said, we're we're wearing different, like here. Hi, how are you? Hello, here I am, trans and with Debbie. And you have me with as a mom, a caretaker. You know, we have different hats, different roles that we play. And and we do um also have our private time where we are grieving or we're working through our emotions and our are okay, what am I feeling today? And some of those things are not shared publicly or like not everybody's going to know that part of your story and that's okay i think that's important to understand it's still okay
1: Uh, absolutely Uh, and one of the ways that i've sort of found really helpful when we have those quieter uh feelings and that we don't feel comfortable in sharing Mm -hmm. um i've always used writing some people journal i've always written poetry Uh, just to help process how I'm feeling and to be able to sit in how I'm feeling. I think that, you know, so many people get, try and deflect or push away an experience that's uncomfortable. Yes. And and it might work for a while. They might throw themselves into, you know, the garden, fitness, I'm going to get fit, I'm going to do this, and I create these routines and rituals to take them away from the fullness of the experience that may be difficult or challenging.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, It's quite
1: natural and it works for a time but what I've seen is that over a period of time it starts to, the the repressed and pushed down experiences of grief or upset that hasn't been verbalised, that hasn't been sat with, that hasn't been embodied or or felt into the the human experience and accepted Mm -hmm. is pushed away, pushed down and over a period of time People, you know, might come to me and they're in total meltdown or they're not coping or feeling so overwhelmed by things. Uh, and then they don't understand why, because at that point in time in their life, everything should be fine. But yeah. It's just pushing away, pushing down. And these distractions sometimes in this world, distract yourself, keep busy, keep busy. I agree. When we if we can sit, you know, meditation is is fantastic for that. Being able to still your mind slow down the body sit in that silence and if you can know peace in that moment uh that is where the healing happens sitting yeah. in the stillness allowing the feelings that come up to rise up to be felt yeah. and sometimes if someone to support that with us uh someone to hold space for us while we're processing that yeah uh, Touching the sides of an experience that could be triggering, and then revisiting that stillness, touching the edge of that experience. So we're kind of, you know, rewiring the nervous system to be able to hold more and process more. I those
0: agree. I actually have been exactly in that place right now. Um, I have been working. I had a loss um, early, right after I met you. I had a lot A very uh, well, for those who know that follow me, my mom had passed. But, you know, we yes. have, we have things scheduled, things are set up, and my friends like Dad, girl, you're working, you're doing everything. I see you coming in, you're very active. But I also say, spirit has had me held for the year as the healing messages were coming in, as the inspirational messages were coming in, and my body was preparing. But there's no right preparation for grief. There isn't. There isn't. Um, you actually do start to see that energetic, okay, I got to pay attention to my feelings. I do got to pay attention to how I feel today. And I remember it was my birthday and everyone was singing, but I couldn't help but have a tear, So I, and naturally I just cried organically. And I was like, you know, for a second, I, I had that little, oh, there's my mom. And so it, it's very true. Our body responds and it, it, it will react because it's ready to feel. And you're in that moment, and it's just honoring that part of the grief, right? Don't, don't judge it. Just be in it. And really feeling is the healing.
1: Absolutely. And I think uh, people had this... Um, particularly people that haven't experienced any, you know, deep grief have an expectation there's a timeline. Well it's been a year or it's been two years or it's been mm-hmm. three months and, and their life goes seemingly to not back to normal. But the person who's going through it is going through these waves, these peaks and
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then seemingly a numbness and everything's fine. And when I'm not thinking of anything, it can just overwhelm a person, whether they're in the supermarket uh, at work um, and it's not it, grief is such a personal experience it's not a one size fits all and this this generic expectation that will you over it by now um, you know your grief is testimony for how much you have loved and every tear that you shed truly is a droplet of the love that has been shared between the both of you so it is an honoring yeah it is an honor and it's and it's a journey and I don't think we ever truly arrive at the destination of you know, the, the grief may soften somewhat uh, over the years. However, I think that, you know, love doesn't die. yeah
0: uh, And
1: so we'll always mourn for that physical presence mm-hmm. uh, of our loved ones. Mm-hmm. But the beautiful thing about mediumship is for that moment in time that someone's sitting in front of me, you know, they can feel that presence of their loved one, perhaps have, yes. have that understanding or that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can hit a lot. Uh, not everyone has magical relationships and has a strong connection which I know you're afforded with your mother um, mm-hmm. Debbie and that blessing yeah a lot of people have difficult and tricky you know relationships and there mm-hmm. may have been not speaking prior to the passing of their loved one mm-hmm. or oh, there may have been subsequent falling out in the family and so these these connections these the communication shuts down mm-hmm. uh, I think that the medium's role is more than just bearing evidence that the loved one has arrived safely or that yeah. they live on sometimes we're asked to act as that that healing frequency between two two people that need to have that conversation or that understanding
0: yeah i agree And and you said something really beautifully about writing and you talked about how you started to journal and that's where your inspiration started to unfold and there's healing in that. Um, I find myself doing the poems or channeling my information or just there's, you can even bring in the healing in your words, just with what we speak and what we're writing, there's that deeper blend with spirit as they're channeling through. And for me, I'm grateful that I have been able to one, as you said, have my connection and knowing, and having that magical connection and also being able to put my thoughts down. So those were things that started to work for me. It has given me that place of peace and that comfort of, okay, I got this, you know, and, and we just take it day by day. Um, it says here, Lisa says, sadly, estranged from my parents, Black sheep in the family. And that's grief also, like here, here you're expressing that. And, and Lisa, thank you for being vulnerable and saying that, right? Jeremiah is telling you beautifully. Said, does anyone in here have any questions for Dana as we open up and we continue to have just this open raw discussion? We came in with uh, with one feeling of we're going to say this, and 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 spirit is leading us. So (laughs) spirit is leading us. (laughs) We everywhere, <laughs> I think Dana and I had one one interview in the other half, and then and here is another other interview. Round two. Round two. And, and you know what? This is perfectly said. I, everyone is grief is different. One hundred percent, Lisa. And I and we were talking about the dark night of the soul, and we were saying, does it ever end? Does it ever end? We just talked about this and. And, and everyone has different life experiences. Everyone has different stories, different uh, different personalities, characteristics, how we move through it. Exactly as you said, our foundation, our upbringing, who showed us love, who gives us that love. And so ultimately it's coming back to love. Love for
1: Absolutely. the spirit.
0: Yeah, it's not only for the self, but love, just love in general. Today, I was fo- I was focusing on the heart chakra. I got my heart chakra earrings on today. Yeah. And so I, I find it that spirit's so intelligent. We worked with the heart today, and we're talking about the heart. And it's really healing what has hurt us or where we're grieving, right?
1: Um, Yeah and it's made the grief is made more difficult too if there's been that lack of uh, self-love at times or love in the relationship so it's a very at times uh, I think reaching out and I always say to anyone that I'm seeing is like connecting with other people that have an experience. that's one thing as humans that we all share is that somewhere along the line there's been someone else that's walked the same path that we've walked and it may not be exactly the same but there may be aspects of that journey that is that you can relate to. And sometimes having that person who's moving through that journey at the same time can be really just, you know, just having someone understand and, and allow you to speak. Because a lot of people in the grieving process feel that no one wants to hear it after a certain period of time, that they're like a broken record. Mm-hmm. And, and they're repeating it because they're wanting that presence and the essence of that love to be in that room with them, to be able to say their name and verbalise it and not feel like it's making it uncomfortable for someone else. And so I think a lot of those you know, grief support groups are, are, are great for some people. And it's really just a matter of finding that support group that's a fit for you.
0: Yeah. I talked to my girlfriend. And I, I I promise you, every time we talk, I'm taking to a whole other level of energy. And I'm just like i find myself slipping deeper into the conversation. I says, I can't talk to you no more, girl. You're taking me out of my body and you're talking about things I didn't come here to talk to you about. <laughs> so, so you always have that one girlfriend who could take you in hold space and get you rambling about things you weren't even expecting to talk about. I said, don't call me after 10 or don't let me talk to you after 10 because you don't know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, but but to be honest, I'm grateful for my tribe. I'm grateful for the people that I have been able to say hello. And I'm grateful for those who have checked in on me. 100% grateful. Um, they have kept me uplifted. They have all my students have kept me uplifted. Uh, Lisa continues to do her healing. And, you know, the community comes together. Um, I had a reading uh, this week and I was going actually just to be a guest and to hold space and to listen and to to go into it and and you know you know when when they read you okay and and, and everyone can take it because spirit world all the grandmas come together right all of them all yes. come in, and you're like I know that's my grandma or I know that's my mom because they we all come to they come together they come in forces all the moms and all the grandmas and when you're in a reading you're like that's my grandma you know and so I sat back and I was like Uh -uh, I'm not taking that. That's not my mom. I'm not taking that. I'm not going to take that read. And the people that had their hand up, it was like, oh, no, this is not for you. This is someone from California, uh, from the States. I'm from the States. I think I was the only one that was really from the States. And my body just started to tear naturally. And never did I think, oh, no, I'm not ready for this read. And I'm sitting there. I'm here to just learn and to be in the wisdom and the space. And she was, I said, okay, spirit. I can understand that read. <laughs> so I like, put my hand up bro. Like, I understand. I understand. So you're being vulnerable. And I think there's so much power in being vulnerable. Um, there are many things in my life that I have gone through, and each guest that has come in here has touched different layers of my own life experiences and brought them to the forefront. And and I don't deny the different things and the aspects that I go through. It's very, it's for me, it's very healing, but just in mm. that. I just need a minute to say, I'm not ready. But there's so much power in feeling and being vulnerable and working through that. There's we're so tough, you know, and that, but there's also toughness and that, that 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 strength that comes into say, okay, let's go. What do you got to say spirit? <laughs>
1: And I think, too, you just touched on an important point, is that sometimes when there's a, um, you know, we're, we're, as spiritual mediums, we're called or when people are going through that deep grief and they're, yeah. they're wanting that reconnection um, and, and other people they won't feel ready or maybe they're sceptical or hesitant. Um, we kind of meet people where they're at and we, you know, give them what they can process at the time, uh, particularly if they're in deep states of grief. Mm-hmm. Um and I always encourage people, you know, that are, are mourning the loss of a loved one. You know, can I come back next week? Can I come back the week after? And it's it's best to allow the human process of grieving is a very in-the-body experience, not just spiritually as well. We have to let that human body process those emotions mm-hmm. um, and, and that feeling of absence at times rather than, you know, just touching back every week or every couple of weeks. So, I mean... Mm-hmm message in itself that you receive from your loved one and the evidence that they've arrived safely and they're in a beautiful place and quite often they will affirm that anything that they struggled with which is sometimes quite humanly as we witness their final moments can be difficult so for those loved ones watching it because it appears very much like a struggle yes Uh, if you look at any of the um, palliative care nurses and the understanding of what happens to a human body what appears very traumatic uh to to us as as witnessing our loved ones move through this uh is not necessarily the case for the person that's undergoing that process mm-hmm. um see it differently as they feel it differently yeah. um so I just think you know anything and I've processed my own personal I've lost uh my, my father I'm not mm-hmm. lost we say that he's not lost he's yes. very much Present, yeah. We have all these words and terminology, don't we, we just throw around whenever there's a passing. And actually we don't even realise how insensitive some of these words can be. Yes. Uh, you know, those statements when someone's going through, oh, you know, it was their time or they've done all their work here now. Now that can come from a very well-meaning place, but, you know, when you're going through that rawness of that loss, it's very hard in that moment to process it from that perspective, particularly if you don't have that uh closeness with spirit and you know it for some people processing a death this is the first time you know that they kind of roll the sleeves up and go hang on is there more to this should i know more and they go on this journey of trying to understand mm-hmm. or or find out if there is another world where mm-hmm. is my loved one born are they okay yes. uh, so people sit in front of us and come to us for all different motivations and all different reasons yes. um and it's, you know, it's always from that perspective, usually, um, as a medium from that wanting to reconnect and 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 reconnect with their loved ones. But I always yeah. say to people as well, you know, we have abilities, whether you're a medium or not, you know, to say their name.
0: Yeah. And you know, word
1: spelling, the vibration, we're all sound. We're, we're, we're 80% water. Yeah. The planet is 80% or well, 70%, I think, 70% water. So that frequency of sound will vibrate and pass through. The atmosphere, it, it, it allows our loved ones literally to come closer and, and to make themselves known uh, because I, I do believe and know that those uh, family members usually are in receipt of lots of different uh, indications that their loved ones have come close to them
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and it may only be in hindsight they realise hang on when they see a medium. And the medium might share perhaps that their loved one is telling them about the time when or when they were actually with them to prove that they were with them in that moment. And the person may turn to me and say, oh, you remember that happening now, but they didn't assign it to their family member. So uh, I just think there's so many signs and, uh, you know, things that we can witness or feel, but when we're overwhelmed with grief, we don't sometimes notice all the signs that our loved ones are giving us.
0: Yeah. I, too, am like you in some ways where as you were in this hospital for 10 months, this is your new surroundings. You've become accustomed to the energy of the nurses coming in. You're paying attention to every detail. But I know for me, I would look at, are you having a good day today? What's the environment going to be like? Who's coming in? Who's the doctor? So there's a lot of movement in the hospital. And, and I've experienced some things that's similar to yours, and and I did find myself attuned to my surroundings and to every subtle feeling of the person's emotions, like you can have that empathy for you because I see what you're going through. Um, mm. Simply looking at their cross, that spirit's nudging you to say they you have, you know, there's that faith. You have that God love spirit within you. This exists with that person next to you. They're bringing that energy forward. So spirit is very intelligent and they'll catch our attention. As you got that subtle thought, go back. I remember yes. um, my mother when she was going through her process. There was multiple brain surgeries that she went through, and as she went through one of her surgeries, I remember hearing "Go back, she's done," but she was very much in that like that place. And I said, "Oh, we gotta go, we gotta go back." And so you do find yourself accustomed to where your surroundings are, but it's, spirit is everywhere, and it's just remembering that you are in that love and you are connected to God, even when things are most difficult and and you're holding on to prayer and to that next subtle stillness with meditation, as you said, we go within. When we're Mm. working something very difficult, very challenging, I found myself going within for sure. Um, And that continued to grow in deeper healing and deeper, okay, I got you. I got you because you understand. And I think... I think your story is very powerful. Your compassion that you have for spirit and for the people that are around you, your community is heartfelt, I could feel that through you. Um, So I thank you, Dana, for sharing um, your story and talking about grief. it, It is a subject that is very close to my heart as I continue to work through mine and many here are working through theirs whether it's silently or out loud, you guys, there are people willing to hold space for you. And that was the message that came to me on Sunday. My friend Helen says, Deb, girl, it's you. I didn't know you were in here. And she, she was reading me. You know, she's one of my friends. And I said, yes. And she said, you've been so strong. She says, but let us hold you. Mm. So that, to me, I was just like, oh, I couldn't. The tears, you just can't. Stop! The tears just come naturally because, as you said, spirit will give us what we need, and the the words that are given to us is what we are needing at that moment. And that's the beauty of the fulfillment of the miracles that come from mediumship, because there's healing in that message. There's healing. There's the frequency mm-hmm. and vibration that comes close to to get you into that. Like, let's let this go, girl. Let's, because I see her. She even said it. You see her. You talk to her. You're with her. It's there. And, But at the same time, for my listeners who are growing in this work, there are beautiful souls such as Dana who are here, Lisa, healers, that are ready to hold space for you and that you can walk this journey with others as they understand. So
1: thank you, Dana. Pleasure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think too, just touching on that, I think that natural sensitivity and, and not all, not just mediums, uh, people that are empaths or that are naturally sensitive, going into that situation is really challenging because they're feeling all the feels. Uh, and it's, it's not something you can just walk out the door and shut the door behind you. I mean, that goes with you. So we honour that process. We honour that experience. And and we sit as mediums before and we allow that person, that space to to grieve their loved one, but also more so to celebrate and be reminded of the beauty yeah. of that person in our life. Like the memories, the magical moments, the the funny stories that are relayed to me sometimes through mediumship. And, you know, we talk about the intelligence of the spirit world all the time, but but let's not be removed from the fact that it's a very, as a person we're connecting with yes. that in that moment that their loved one is touched by that memory that's been shared and then boom, in next comes a funny story. that Their loved one knows. I'm here to remind you, yes, it's me, but remember the time when. And yes. I always say kind of just imagine it's like sitting down with your family and loved ones around the kitchen table, maybe sharing a cup of tea or a coffee. And, and allowing that exchange to happen because that's how family always want to gather. They want to reconnect in that intimacy of the closed circles that they once you know, and still do appreciate. Um, and that love, when you feel that love come through, you can't help but be moved as a, as a medium. And, uh, and I think once you've had that experience, uh, it, uh, whilst grieving is still an experience as a human we have to go through, we had that aspect of that understanding and that light and that knowingness. And acceptance that our loved ones are safe, yeah, they're held in that divine, beautiful light, mm-hmm. and all in and and you know, understandings and evolution of their own soul if they choose to accept that path. Yes, I, I agree, agree. Um,
0: yeah, and that's how she came in. She's like, You guys laughed, you had so much fun, and that's what we did. We were in a tough situation, but I made it a point to always bring in that fun. Here's your coffee, here we go, let's do this. And we do our best to keep an uplifted environment um, as we were going through those those times, you know. And and those memories as you share, each and one of you, when you remember or you're filling into um, those moments, that's them being connected to you. They're they're right there. Trust me. Even if you don't have that open, um, like I can't see you, but know they're there. Just have that believe, right? Believe that there's that connection.
1: And I think with time too, you learn to recall that loved one and uh, allow yourself the laughter. And sometimes, yes, that laughter will be amidst tears as well. Uh, but usually it will drop in that memory that comes literally out of nowhere. I always say to people that, you know, it's in a state that I'm in a non-thinking state, like I'm hanging pe- out the washing or I'm doing very ordinary things. Mediums do, do clean the houses. <laughs> And these little bits of information will drop in. Or a memory makes you truly laugh in that moment. And that's when your loved one's coming close to you to remind you of, hey, I'm still here. I'm touching your mind with my memory. And love is remembered in that moment. And that's a beautiful thing. And that's open to us all. Any memory that you recall spontaneously when you're in a state of non-thought, trust to know and non-believe that that is your loved one, you know, uh, overshadowing your mind and your thoughts to bring that to the forefront so that you remember and recall in that moment and feel that joy. I agree. Mm.
0: So, you guys, spirit is just a thought away. When yes. I- I'm grateful. Does anyone have any com- uh, questions? you got lots of beautiful comments here. Beautifully said. Faith and love, a beautiful theme. Lots of hearts. Uh, Karen saying good evening, everyone. Love that. Dana so is saying they love that. I love you. Thank you. Stacia's like, I love this community. We love you. <laughs> we love you, Lisa. Um, here we have a user from Facebook saying oh, wonderful information after three losses this year i decided to focus on my healing taking a pause with the best decision within that i've experienced such awareness of so many different levels and miracles and beauty around me god bless you yeah um it's not easy it's
1: i think too that the facebook user. i'm sorry there's not a name to that um i wish i could call you by name Uh but i think that's Fantastic that you're taking actionable steps to you know on that healing journey rather than as we said you know getting busy distracting yeah choosing to do healing now mm-hmm. uh you know it's such a powerful thing and i will share too that even as a healer sometimes we don't take our own medicine <laughs> we're so busy taking care of everyone else that mm-hmm. we keep yes to people we might be sort of you know uh, feeling a little bit burnt out at times if we're not mm-hmm. taking those health care for ourselves and so mm-hmm. i just had the experience myself last week in this week of initiating some uh healing for myself just to reset my physical body and yeah. my zen state yes. um so this is so
0: this is tina tina goodwin oh T- tina tina I is um, a little it. a little star like us she's a, she's a little bright star not a little she's a big bright star so Tina good went into wrote this comment I had to put my glasses on for her to see the comments here she's on Facebook oh. but you're absolutely right like thank you for saying that you went back to take care of yourself and you went back and did a week for yourself for your own healing and then so what what did you do to, what did you do for yourself to help um
1: yourself? So I had some energy healing work uh, done as well, just because I was feeling, um, you know, we all we're in a physical body. It's going through changes. We can mm-hmm. not have the sleep that we would normally once enjoy just from mm-hmm. that place. Um, also to just some restrictions that would be from sitting in a chair a lot doing this work yeah. um, and taking care of that physical body, all those things help. Um, but I think more importantly, You know, it's funny, even as doing the healing work myself, reaching out to another healer and saying, here, could you help me? Yeah. Like I've been so self-aware and recognizing when you need to fill your own cup up and that perhaps need to attend to some things yourself because healing work in itself can become a distraction from that self-awareness of what you actually have to process yourself as well. Yeah. That keeping busy is like the over-exercising, overworking, or go, 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 filling every hour of every day. Mm -hmm. So sometimes healers, because we sit and we receive, you know, those moments from other people and we filter them, we filtrate them. As much as we get with the time and years, I'm quite good at that now. I'm not taking on board uh, Mm -hmm. too much of other people's. uh, You know, I still empathise, but I don't have to feel their feelings for them. And that's something that took me a long time
0: Oh, that's hard. Ooh, girl. but yeah. you'll
1: always see even as a medium uh experiences that will touch you and you can think well i'm fine i'm I'm that middle person i'm bringing that emotion through but i don't have to embody it and exactly. make it my experience but even as a medium it's important to say there will be those readings that can't help but trigger or grab a fear if i do a reading and there's a, a family member bringing through a baby that was sick or a child Obviously, that's a trigger for me from a very personal experience. And, and so it's just being mindful and aware uh, of when we've been touched by a situation and knowing we either need to do some self-care routine, mm-hmm. uh, work to process that emotion, uh, and that's important for anyone, healers, mediums, everyone. I, I just had
0: a beautiful session with Mandy. You know, Mandy Louise, we did a little out-of-body experience healing oh, and that so lovely. cool. So I had one done last week and I'm – which is probably why I'm crying. <laughs> Which is why I'm crying. I'm are you crying? Cry. Okay. <laughs> I was like, my body is just releasing. So it just naturally was an emotional. <laughs> but that makes sense. Um and everyone is lately is like, yes, I get monthly work done to help stay in balance with oh work. fantastic. Yes. I think we all develop ways that work and it's important to do take time for yourself. Um What wow! This time has gone by so fast. I know that we were going to do
1: little mini readings here. Um, you, how are you with time, Dana? uh uh, no, that's fine. We've got a few minutes. I just want to say one thing. It's very important that 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 the the listeners understand this. You know, not everyone's in a financial position to seek out services or something like that. Take the self care routine. It's walking in nature. Go back to nature. Into that stillness. You know, Mm -hmm. if you if your mood and feelings are, are rise up from that place of stillness allow them let them happen um you know whether it's walking the dog or or just moving in that not having to do state even when we're driving we've got the radio on we've got noise coming at us all the time so just dropping into those quiet spaces uh taking time in nature and coming back to that stillness because nature is so healing
0: and I had this talk and I, and I was my- not only with our thoughts ourselves you know we we do hope. okay what can we do where if we go back to the days we had our healers at health space but what did we do when there was no wrecking or there wasn't there was trance but it was different like really going into that dirt into that water into that soil and the feet and my guides were taking me there I was like okay girl I, I, I gotta go into that nature and so your body will tell you it'll speak to you it'll say go for that walk get outside so listen to those nudges too because your body will speak to you
1: absolutely mm-hmm. and i'm even when you're walking i mean i you know the other day when I went down to the river i just sat there for a while i thought why am i sitting in my car well, i drove down to see the river from my car so i got out and walked along the river's edge there and yes. I just sitting and like leaning against a tree like there's healing vibrations and frequency in nature Yes. And the grounding that can happen.
0: I think you're touching on something that people need to understand. We keep talking about vibration and frequency. And, mm. and we there's a frequency that comes with the energy of the earth. There is, there's, you know, and, and that's bringing us, attuning us to that connection that gets us present. It grounds us mm-hmm. and brings our energy back to the moment. And I think when we, some of the people that are in here, just so you guys are aware of this, there is everything holds a vibration and a frequency that's positive. And there's also things that may not be positive. So it's really if your body is, as you say, overstimulated with the radios and the music and the noise and the loudness, it's going to go back into that stillness as you spoke of earlier on. So thank you, Dana, for sharing that. Um yeah. Like hugging a tree. Exactly. Just like Hugging <laughs> I a tree. A picture of
1: that in my mind, yes.
0: Yes, yes. I was hearing the name Lenny. So the minute I said, I think we're going to do some readings, and my phone, my computer, I hit the button. It took me out for a second. And I was like, oh, oh. I was like, I think spirit is saying, is okay, people are Let's saying we're reading. So um, with that being said, you guys, we're going to just open up the platform. Do you want to go direct, or would you like to open up the platform where oh. –
1: I think I'll open up the platform um, and and uh, I just want to make sure that and I just want to remind people listening too um, is that just because you didn't know that loved one uh, that's in spirit that may be coming through for for you in person doesn't mean that they won't come through for you because quite often people scramble and think, but I didn't know that person. I don't take the evidence of the information. But it's family. It's all love. that are all connected. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to say. Okay. okay. So, um, okay, I've got a lady with me uh, and this lady makes me very aware that she would have been quite the dancer in her time. I almost feel like that there would be pictures of her. I kind of want to put the hands up and the, the skirt's twirling. Uh, and I know that there would be a photograph too of her uh, dancing. She was uh, She's quite a, a vibrant personality is what I want to say to you um, and very, very, uh, can be spontaneous at times, like likes to be light and uplifting in, in the moment. Can anyone understand a lady that would have passed, that would have loved dancing, that there would be a, a photograph, uh, particularly in her? Um, uh, quite, She's quite extroverted when she's having a good time is what I'm going to mm. say to you. Okay. And so we'll open up, you guys,
0: if you understand this, please put in yes in the comments.
1: Okay. And I do feel with this lady, um, I'm just trying what she's making. I do feel like there's either a pressure in my my head, there would have been some issues across here um either I don't know if they're migraines but it feels more like I just feel there's a pressure in my head or at times there would have been moments where I would have felt quite dizzy or unsteady on my feet because I know she came in with that strength of her body and that dancing and the twirling and like I'm here when she walked into a room everyone knew that she was here she had arrived it was like the queen of fun was here (laughs) (laughs) razzle dazzle
0: <laughs> you have a photo of my grandmother, just like that. So Stacia says yes, um, and you have my experience meditation. My mother loved to dance. Okay. Um, so could you so understand she, the pressure in the head? Out of all three of you, are two in here,
1: and unsteady on the feet, there was some dizziness that she experienced.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I just need you need to be able to accept that information as far as that dizziness or that vertigo, because I know that you know she brings me that having always been able to trust her body. She was very a doer. She would get in and get things done. She wasn't someone who would sit down if there was any jobs that needed doing. She'd be up on her feet wanting to assist. So I know that in her later years, that would have been quite frustrating for her, not being able to help out family like she would have wanted to once. And she actually found it a little bit um, difficult to be like, well, she enjoyed it, but she makes me feel like uh, to be difficult on the receiving end. Uh, of, of that care that was afforded her because she was so used to being the nurturer and the carer.
0: Mm-hmm. I could take all of that also, by the way. <laughs>
1: oh <laughs> you also have Station. I, yeah, I couldn't understand it. <laughs> Okay, Okay, well, Stacia, if you could just stay listening. And there was another lady that talked about a grandmother that she had a photo. But you really need to be able to take that nature and that presence of who she was. She may have been small, but she was big in personality. And Mm -hmm. she makes me feel very much that she would have been like the matriarch of the family. It's almost like if you had a problem, you go to her, she's going to sort you out. And if you're Mm -hmm. talking rubbish, she's going to set you straight. Yeah. Uh, And... um. She just passed in January at 95. Oh, what a fantastic innings, 95 years. So, but those that are writing, uh, would you understand in regards to her personality? Because that's really important with her, that essence of how she showed up in the moment to assist everyone. and she was incredibly dry too. There were some one-liners like she would have everyone in stitches, and she would say things at the most inappropriate times as well that you wouldn't be expecting. I'm like, Ooh! and then everyone would be in hysterics. Mm-hmm. Um, Stacey uh, can take this off. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so stay listening. me. So, um, Debbie, you stay listening too, because I'm. I listening. know. I know. <laughs> I just let me get some, she's kind of like I'm on now. It's like I've got the razzle dazzles going on. Yeah. I really feel like from that moment. Um, I know that picture. Mm-hmm. I have to say that this lady would have been known for being very uh, age was not a thing for her. She still wanted to be, you know, out there. She wanted to try different things. She was like, oh, I love that. And I was, you're too old for that. No, no, no. She would want to put different things on. I really feel like I'm I want to look good is mm-hmm. how I'm feeling. Yeah. Um, Stacia, would you want to explain this? Okay. Let me just. Now, I know that some people in the family would have seen her as very stubborn is what I'm going to say, very single-track-minded because she makes me aware that she wasn't stubborn, she just knew her own mind.
0: hmm <laughs> Stacia understands it, and I can understand it. So this okay, oh this here is we difficult. go. This
1: is what the is. <laughs> Happens. Okay. Um. Now I know this lady. That's either or a feeling of, and I'm getting taken to. There was either an over. It's a, it's a boat. but It's over water. So there was a holiday or a trip plan that she either took or wanted to go on. Would you understand this, Stacia? Because I feel like I'm hearing that brrr, the sound of a ship pulling out, and that 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 excitement. Because I I I love. I love the feeling of I'm going somewhere. And yes. it doesn't really matter where it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, station. It. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Stacia, Debbie, can you understand that as far as the the, the trip and the the destination? We've taken her on.
0: We've taken her on boat rides, and she loved to go.
1: She loved to travel. Okay, because I've got that. Okay, we're both still here. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. And I station live by dedicated to her in May okay right um yeah because she's she's taking me to the water and she's taking me to to boats but that that and would you understand with her that she would have loved the smell of lavender there's something around lavender with this lady Debbie can you take that well she had lavender in her
0: she was in the hospital and she had a little thing of the nurses gave her a little pouch of lavender
1: but let's see what station okay okay so very much lavender with her but i also know too that later on, life there were some issues with the teeth i am coming up physically now very much issues with the teeth and i know that she didn't like going to get anything done with the teeth like she would try and leave it to the 11th hour like oh i don't want anyone coming at me um and and it was just that was difficult for her to, to get anything with the mouth done. And she was always presented as a strong woman. So that vulnerability would have been, been difficult for her, you understand?
0: Yeah, she kept losing them because of her, her mind. For me, she, we had to keep them redoing them and doing them. And she was still already at the point of very sensitive. So it was. Yes, I know sensitive. that
1: there's great issues. Around. And Stacia's still but coming in. Stacia's still, still coming in. Huh? So you come in hot, girl. You come in like hot. Like a medium hog, isn't it? She just keeps on going.
0: That's, that's my mama's personality. You know, she's, just, she's a great communicator.
1: Okay. Um, let me just let me feel into that little. Now I almost feel like that there would be um, just prior to her passing, there would have either been a family celebration because I feel like there was a cake and there was candles or there was a celebration. Okay. Close to her passing. Do you understand yeah. this, my mom, Debbie?
0: My mom's birthday was—I think it was ten days before she passed.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Stacia, um, thank you very much for 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 staying with me. But I do feel that I'm here with Debbie, uh, and as we said that cake, yeah. I got that feeling. And the medium knows when I get the yes—that that's who I'm with. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you know, your mother's not. <laughs> um, Backwards and <to> coming forwards. <laughs> she's not shy. She is, and you know, do you know, she wants you to keep up with everything, but not do too, too much of one thing. Because I get this feeling with her where she's either. um Okay, I know we're doing a public reading here, and I wanted to go to a different <laughs> place. She's <laughs> moving my mind. I'm like, I'm filtering it. I'm filtering it. <laughs> So, oh, um, you know, she's quite protective of you. You understand yes, that? Yeah. she is. Very protective of you. And she knows your heart and she knows the experiences that you had because you love too much, you give too much, all those things. And she's witnessed your journey over the years. Um, she loves that about you and I know that she celebrates that about you. But uh, she feels very conscious of you taking the time just to rest. Yeah just to have that stillness and mm-hmm. it's like go out and have fun mm-hmm. kick up your heels you know have some drinks laughter whatever silliness music mm-hmm. um and, and and you know it's almost like don't be your work and no play yeah and that's coming from because his life is here to enjoy as well and I know with this lady she could eat she loved fabulous things and adventure but also very much she could be just as happy sitting with her family at the table sharing a meal yeah or a cup. Like they were just as special to her because there was kind of magic in the room when she was around. And I know that two of you would have really bounced off each other. You understand this? Mm -hmm. We did. Um, And she's giving me a story about her and the car and you being a bit bossy with her, do you understand this? <laughs> Always. Don't leave the car. Don't open the door. I'll walking away. Oh, this door coming up, and you're giving her all the instructions. And she's thinking, I didn't get to be this age, girly. I brought you up.
0: <laughs> that would be her. We're so nice. She was like, please don't get out of the car. Please don't
1: get out. I just want you to know that your mother is very. Capable and physically feels very uh, euphoric, and and she's showing me her dancing and twirling, and it's okay. like she's got the streamers, she's got the banners, and it's almost like the big train when you've got your race. That she's she's enjoying, she's in a very peaceful, loving space, and and she, and she's just wanting to celebrate the life that she had, and more importantly, the love that she shared with her family, because that really was the one thing she felt she achieved more than anything is um is the love of her family and i know that she sends you her love
0: Mm. and i
1: blow your kiss thank
0: you Uh i'll I'll take that thank you so very (laughs) much it's it's, it makes sense she comes in we're talking about her she's a very uplifted spirit loves to dance and did everything by herself so she was one who did not want to not participate. She wanted to participate in everything.
1: Absolutely. So Absolutely. they're like,
0: love it. You got time for one more, in you Dana? <laughs> oh, okay. I'm on
1: again. Okay. All right. Um. I've got a gentleman with me here at the moment, and I do feel like there's a now just bear with me here in the name. Sometimes I catch a name like a Ricardo, or a, a, it's a name like that that I'm hearing with this gentleman. Uh-huh. Um, and I do, I do know that while he was here, that there was recognition because I've just touched my face that he would have had some facial hair. Uh-huh. With this gentleman, um, almost as if the mustache would have he's had facial hair, but more so like a. I want to see a a very slick or prune moustache because I feel like he would have taken some time with the pruning of his facial. (laughs) uh, uh. Um, This guy is kind of comes in with a bit of a swagger. I've got to tell you, I've got that, you know, I was a cool guy when I was here. I may not have verbalised that, but that's very much how he comes across. Um, I almost feel like uh, in his younger years he would have had the comb out and the hair would have been uh, combed back. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very particular about the, 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 the hair, especially. In fact, I think there would have been things said in the family with this gentleman in regards to him having wanting his um, hair a certain way, like he was particular about his hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, would any, anyone understand a gentleman in the spirit world that was very meticulous uh, and had quite a, 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 a swagger to him while he was here? Uh, would have had comb back. I did hear the name Ricardo, Richard, Rick, Ricardo, were around him that may be connected in the living as well. Um, can anyone take this information? Or... No. Okay. Let me just... Um, okay. Right, and he's showing me an image of him in front of an older style vehicle, almost like it's what would be considered a vintage vehicle now. Because um, he's showing me shots of him as a young, but no one uh, touched his hair. Ah, yes. Now, who was the Facebook user here uh, that just said, "Debbie, uh, no Ricardo, but no one could touch his hair and it had to be perfect"? Um, do we have a name? Are you? I can't yeah. hear you, Debbie. Now, sorry. Now, um, okay, Janelle, I just, I'll just, just stay listening, Janelle. That does feel um, right because I was very aware of no one could do my hair the way I was very particular about my hair. Janelle, would you understand, if I just come to you for a minute, please, would you understand that there would be a photograph of him in his younger years leaning against a vehicle that he was quite proud of at the time uh, and he would be have his arms crossed and leaning against a very casual pose against him in a, with a vehicle. Yes. Yes. Thank okay. You. Thank you. Sorry. What was the name again, Debbie? Janelle. Her name is Janelle. Janelle. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Janelle. I just wanted to be able to say your name and get it right. Um, right. So I do feel with this gentleman the there would have been some issues across the chest area um, prior to his uh, passing. Because so I do feel that pressure and away. Uh, oh, oh, my cousin passed away. His name is Ricardo. Ooh, okay um yes okay so i'm just now janelle, janelle okay because i might have another connection there as well so janelle you would understand that there's that photo that he would have had some uh, chest areas because i feel very much of pressure here um i know that he wants to talk about the girls Uh, is how I'm feeling around this. Um, I also know too, this fellow, that he would have had a spiritual belief or a faith because I am taken to the rosary beads with this man. Do you understand this, Janelle?
0: So you have Jeremiah and Janelle, they're brothers and sisters, and they're both saying yes.
1: Yes, okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, You know, this man had a very big heart is what I'm going to say to you. Um, And... uh, And he did have a sense of humour, although that would have been reserved more so for his family and friends. I almost feel like there was a a side to him he would show in public and then there was a side that he would show uh, in the family home. Um, And I'm just feeling into totally, yeah. Um, He's quite a private man in many ways and he had to really know someone before he would let those barriers down and really get to to know him. Um, and I almost feel like too that there would have been some, uh, <laughs> there would have been some issues. Not issues. He's kind of like a handshake deal man. You understand? So, so he needs to be able to. Um, I've got that feeling of he would trust a few select people. Uh, and that he had experiences in life where he would have either been financially burnt or there were some business dealings where people would have taken advantage of the better side of his nature. Uh, but he does give me that feeling that he was a man of his word. Like if you shook his hand, his word his word was gold. He, he would have follow through with that. Uh, do you understand that? Yes, that's absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I just know that this gentleman... Um, Now, and do you understand this gentleman too that he would have had the radio playing? I feel like he's listening to something on the radio here in his later life. Um, I almost feel like I want to take myself out. He would do what he said he would. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But also to feel with him that there, there was a space that he would like to take himself and remove himself from the family just to keep. I feel like I'm in a back shed or a back garage. I don't know what you call it in the States. It's not garage. But... Uh, he would take himself and potter around and tinker around. Um, and I do mm-hmm. also, I'm getting that radio again. I'm hearing that background radio. Do you understand this, Janelle? Giving him a second. Ah, oh, thank you. Okay. Um, you know, uh, I know too that there would be uh, something significant that's coming up in April because he's making me aware suddenly of the month of April. And I know that as I say that I'm filled with so much love uh, and joy that I just want to wrap my arms all around the family and send my love to all my family. Um, and, yeah, just that feeling of love and connection to that month of April. So there would either be a birthday um, I don't feel it's an anniversary. It feels like it's more of a birthday that I should be talking about in the family. Beautiful job, Dana. And, and you know, uh, don't, don't ever think that he didn't love his family beyond because he may not have verbalized it all the time, but he makes me very aware that he may have had some problems here later on, but that didn't change the way he loved because when he loved, he was a loyal man and that continues on and that doesn't it's still continuing on now because I'm really really overwhelmed with that love love for his family and how much he loves everyone so Janelle I'm going to leave his love with you thank you so much for allowing me to read your pop thank, thank you
0: um so much Dana for sharing the time with us I know you're going to get your day started you're in Australia it's probably 11 7 over there so <laughs> enjoy your cup of Tea, your coffee, whatever your day. um. You guys, Dana is going to be on Jennifer Rose's show, um, our sur- Sunday service this Sunday for the love of spirit. So she, you guys can watch her flow there. And she's also a volunteer for our Mission 2 fundraisers, So 22 fundraisers. Yes. So thank you for um, donating your time for spirit and for the community and just sharing your love and your passion and your inspiration and your story. Thank
1: you. Thank you so much for having me and thank you for everyone that listened today. Um, It's been lovely. I've really enjoyed it. And um, what a privilege to be here. It's a beautiful energy in the room and it was lovely conversations. And I know that we were supported by spirit today because there's such a feeling of love in this space. So thanks for having me.
0: Thank you. And Dana, where can people find you? Because you also teach.
1: So if someone wants to reach out to you and work with you, where can they find you? Sure. So I am here in New South Wales in Dubbo and I'm running in-class uh, psychic development trainings. Uh, you'll find me in Facebook at Dana Louise She and under the same name in Instagram. So once again, thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, thanks, Debbie, and I'll see you soon. I'll see you
0: Sunday on, on uh, our, our girl Jennifer's platform. We'll see you there. Come out, you guys. Come to- Jennifer service. Amazing. Um, and you'll get to watch Dana flow again. And just thank you for being a service to spirit. May you all have a beautiful rest of your night. Thank you for listening to Transcend with Debbie. And we'll see you guys next time. Take care. Bye. Lovely. Thank you. Good job, Dana. Yay!